Welcome, welcome, welcome to Norwood Long Room for another season. I am Poison and I'm with Beegs. G'day, Beegs. How are you, mate? Beegs? We don't have Beegs here, mate. I don't think Beegs is rocked up. He's oh, been Beegs. replaced. Beegs is gone. He is gone. He is gone, oh, the big man. You beauty. Uh, he's been put out to pasture. That's brilliant. And he has been replaced by the best filling podcaster in history. The very own Sonny. I like it. You finally got a gig. Well, that's great because I was saying to our producer, I will not work with Beegs again. So I'm really glad he listened. Yes, absolutely. And he left me, he actually did leave me some notes of what to talk about on the podcast. And it's just a gigantic page that says Beegs. So I'll, I'll scrap that. And I'm struggling for content. <laughs> so I really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but no, it's just not. Oh, I very good. finally find a position at the club uh, that I can actually hopefully bring some value because uh, otherwise I'm struggling in most areas. I like it, mate. It'll be a big year for you too. You get back playing cricket. So you're playing cricket. You've got more responsibility. You're coaching. You're playing. You're on the podcast. Wow, we. Wow, we. What a time to be alive. Yeah, what a time to be alive. It's been the best year of everyone's lives with, uh, with me back at cricket and on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And um, just on a personal note, obviously, this is something that uh, it's not a great time to be floating around as an Essen supporter because uh, I'm pretty certain yet another bloke has just left the club. Yes. So, so, it was uh, a very hard day yesterday, yep, wasn't yep, it? Yeah, it was a very. <laughs> don't take the joke. I can't believe you're already taking the joke. On Unbelievable. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get into it. Oh, God. But, yeah, Joey's off as yeah. well. Well, good. good, good, good yeah, I hear what you're saying. And you're all good, mate? You, you're fit? You're healthy? Uh, yeah. Feeling good? Yeah, fit and healthy, mate. Just uh, got a shaved head going, trying to model myself on on you and, uh, dare I say, it, Willow and Sog. So I've got on the nude nut at the moment. But, yeah, just tracking along, uh, tracking along okay, mate. What about you? How's everyone at uh, the Poison household? Yeah, good mate. Everyone's going well. It's uh, I'm also fit and healthy. Thank you. Yes. Trust no, yep. Um, yeah, ready, <laughs> ready, ready for another season of mostly training and not playing. Uh, my specialty. absolutely. Well, I'm, strange. I'm sort of you know a bit caught off guard the last couple of years with you being around so much because I have such fond memories of you being this sort of lurking character on the outskirts of the club that would just sort of you know poke his head in every now and again. So sort of be hosting a podcast with you is quite a Quite a change. I still lurk. I lurk every now and then. You know, <laughs> in tops of shadow. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, we'll go through a couple of things. Um, I think we went through everything last year, last show. We sort of wrapped everything up, and um, it sort of wasn't. Uh, probably what we wanted at the end, but uh, new year, new start, and we're very positive. Um, we've got a couple of people that have left the club. Um, Sean's moved on, and as we know, we kicked Beegs out. So um, I think they're the, Have we lost anyone else? Anyone else left the club? Not uh, not that I can think of off the, the top of my head. Oh, Murph, Murph's gone, obviously, to Kilsyth, um, to coach Kilsyth. Oh, Murph. Yeah. yeah, okay. I should have said important. <laughs> yep, okay. Well, then we were um, just talking about so. uh, <laughs> Yeah, Murph's not going to listen to this, so I don't care. <laughs> Begs were um, when we definitely would have spoke about him. Yeah, Begs are. Um, and then we've got the new boys in, so we ended up getting uh, Nathan Lester back. Uh, he left as a – I think he played a couple of years as a senior. Did he play a couple of games in the seniors? Maybe he as might a have junior. Played fourth, maybe before he, he was more a junior, and then uh, yeah. went to Croydon, see so Baldwin and, and Ringwood, I think, in between. Um, yeah, before obviously coming back. Yeah, so he's a good in back, and then we've got uh, a new bloke, Grant. Is it McInerney? McInerney. That's the one. Yep. That, that does sound right. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah, I not real rapid names, so that's great. He's a and it's going to be good to actually get someone that's um, a quick bowler and not a stook. You know, I mean, like one of those actual like brave fast bowlers that can like hold their own and 
not cower down in the corner all the time and have a teary. So can't wait to meet him. Uh, I'm going to call him the better beaks. That's his nickname already. That is the ultimate insult to the poor man. It's, uh, yes, it's nice to have a quick bowler for the first time. I think in my time at Norwood, probably since Downsy, to be honest, we haven't had a, a genuinely quick bowler. Um, yeah. Yeah, but he's replaced a man yeah. who used to cramp after three balls. So we should, we should be right. Yeah, and get knocked knocked out every three 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 days. So, um, who else have we got? And then we've got a couple of young kids. We've got Jordan Osborne, who came from uh, Wonga, and uh, we got uh, Balin Fidelani, who was a junior here. Correct. Yeah, he's playing, and in, uh, he's going to play senior cricket here. So that's good. Yeah, no, it's good. Great to have. Where's uh, it, Bone? Yeah, new people in. Uh, he was at. Uh, Warren Woods, but he was playing in, uh, yeah, Dan Matsay's junior side last year, I believe. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, so he's on he's on Dan Socks. So I'll be able to recognise him from Dan Socks. You will be able to recognise him from Dan Socks, correct. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's good. And then we've got another couple of uh, – I'll go through all our coaches. I'll do this, mate, because obviously you're, uh, you're involved in this. But um, – We've got our new head coach who we'll be speaking to in a little bit, uh, Sam Story. And then we've got our new, is he the head bowling coach, Luke Barber? That sounds right. Correct. And then we've yes, got that the assistant coach, Ben, ben, ben Hasty. He's assistant coaching. And then we've got assistant to the assistant, and that's Jason Kent. That's it. Is just that sort of the, I suppose, the lack. Yeah, yeah, it's you know more like a executive assistant type role to to a CEO. So you just sort of run around and you know help everyone else do their jobs. So yeah, should be good. Good team assembled. I like it. Yes, that's very good. That's a very strong team. That one. Uh, so that's great. That's a good leadership group. And we'll talk to Sammy about that structure and how they're all going to work in a little bit later. Um, we've got oh, I've got the captains here too. All the captains are being named. They're pretty much the same as last year. Um, so we've got uh, Sammy Story in the ones, Mick DeMano in the twos, Colonel in the threes, or oh, Glenn Martin. Sorry, I should probably be professional. And then we've got Stevie Harwood as the fours. So that's fantastic. Steve's uh, obviously coming back with back-to-back flags. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, I'm excited about Colonel. I'm excited about him doing something bit different. Absolutely. No, I think he's, um, and I mean, we'll chat about it probably with Sam, but we've been running this fitness group and he's certainly uh, certainly led from the front uh, in terms of, yeah, churning out kilometres and, and getting into shape and ready to go for, for great season. So I think, yeah, he'll, uh, if the last sort of couple of months or anything to go by, he should be, um, yeah, in a great spot to sort of take that role on and, and lead from the front in that side. So it'll be exciting. Yeah, very good. Very good. Um and, uh, yeah, that's good. And, obviously, if he's captain, you know, he has to play finals. So he's got to be happy with that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then we've had another couple of things. Uh, we've had a bit of a restructure at the top of the, um, the, uh, the corporate part of cricket. We've got a new president. We do. Um, we've got a new power, our power couple. Existing also. type president. Well, <laughs> yeah. so Adam's going to be president and um, I've slid in to be his vice president because, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, the, it's the man behind the man, isn't it? Man behind yeah, the a bit man of a role, role anyway, reversal. I always thought of you as the male in that yeah. scenario. But... <laughs> and then we've got a new... <laughs> we've got a new secretary... Um, in Johnny Kent, who's taken over from um, Bruce Sampson. Yes. So we're going to need to uh, go through the importance of Bruce at the club because I know Bruce is, uh, was huge at the club being a secretary. I don't know how long he was secretary for. It must have been no, must have been a fair while. I think uh, he'd done it since sometime in the 90s, I think, and, and I think uh, my dad was the – Sec- last secretary before he took it back on and then he's essentially done it until this year. There was sort of a year when I 
vaguely tried to attempt to fill his boots, but he probably was still secretary uh, a couple of years ago. And yeah, so it's, you know, 30 years or so, probably in that that role, maybe something, you know, getting close to that mark anyway. So yeah, just obviously an enormous uh, contribution. And I'm sure obviously he'll still be, still be an enormous part of the club. But uh, yeah, it's a, a massive, um, yeah, role that he's played and, and an awesome, um, just awesome commitment and contributions to the club. So yeah, hopefully uh, we're sure Johnny will step in. But yeah, Bruce, um, absolute legend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, uh, I second that one. And uh, and he's not going anywhere. He's, I've told him he can't just leave without, you know, doing little bits and pieces, so he'll be back. Um, I know Jay wasn't part of that group, but Jay's obviously a huge part of Norwood as well, and he's um, moved away to live uh, in the middle of nowhere fishing and living by himself and doing whatever he wants to do, which is great for him. And um, we also – Willow's – our existing president is uh, is no longer on the committee or part of the the, the hierarchy. So he's done his uh, he's done his bit. I think he was nine years nine years. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Another another big contribution. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we've had a little bit of a shift at the top, but I think it's nice to sort of freshen up. You know, get a bit something a bit different. You know, a couple of uh, a bit of, sort of a younger blood in there. So yeah, no, so I'm uh, I'm very excited about that. Well, uh, do you want to carry on pumping up your own tyres or should I comment on that as well? No, I, I only mentioned myself really quickly in there. I, was actually, I thought I was quite a gentleman. Um, and now we've got to do a little – we'll talk a little bit about COVID. God, I hate COVID. I hate it, but I'm excited about being at the back end of it. Um, hey, mate, I'm, we've I'm really appointed positive. ourselves a – I was just going to say, like, I'm really positive with it. I've – Love, love to love the lockdown. Love, you know, Dan Andrews. It's all, it's all great for me. So, okay, that, that didn't come across sarcastic <laughs> at all. Well, uh, well done. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that fell a bit flat. But we'll, yep, moving right along. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a host yeah, now, mate. End. It's not a talkback show. You can't give me your opinion about the phone. It doesn't oh, work that way. Beats just running in. I'll see if I can swap him over. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now we've appointed ourselves a COVID officer, and that's going to be Lloyd Jordan. And uh, as far as I know, now correct me if I'm wrong here, you probably know a little bit more about this than me, but um, as far as the COVID stuff, um, and look, Sammy might be able to help me a little bit later on when he jumps on as well. Um it's going to be pretty doable, I think. I don't. I don't think it's going to be that difficult to, you know, thirty people around, sixty people training at the club, a bit of social distancing. Um, you know, you can't play next to the net next to the next person. Clean the balls. God, I reckon it's doable. I really do. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. I think um, you know there'll be some frustrations and, and whatnot, but we'll definitely manage. And I think. Um, just the fact that we can also get back to seeing seeing each other on a regular basis in in a big group is going to be the main thing that'll sort of yeah help to bring everyone out of probably you know a rough sort of few few months or you know even just obviously an isolated few months. So yeah, it's something that um, you know is really going to I think yeah help to just lift everyone's spirits and it's really something to look forward to in a few weeks' time when we can get back to training. And I know I'm certainly yeah hanging out for it, so it's very exciting. Yes, absolutely. Well said. I'm absolutely, uh, yes, I need to get out of this house. So that's good. That's very, very good. Um, now, I don't think that, I think that's everything as far as we've gone through all the information as far as everything works. Um, <clears throat> I will do our sponsor, Jason. These, uh, these guys were with us last year and they've decided to stay on once I told them that um, we'd get rid of beads. <laughs> they, were, they actually paid double. Said, who are you getting rid of? Beggs, yeah, we'll, we'll give you double. So we're swimming in money now that Beggs is gone. So that's oh, yeah, great. Blithic um, Stone, yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, they do all things stone. Um, they've, they've worked all the way through. So they're pretty much ready to go. So we've got to make sure that um, I keep saying it, we try and get someone onto these boys and make sure people are using them through the podcast and, and getting in contact. Um, 
Now, I've been told that uh, if I say the www before the website, I'm like an old loser because no one says the www anymore. This is what I've been told. So I'm not a, an authority on old losers, but, uh, yep, I wouldn't www yeah. myself personally. But Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm just going to get rid of the www. So it's it's, um, it's au. And um, they specialise, I believe they still specialise in the Viper Stone. So make sure you get down and support those boys. Um, and uh, we might even be able to get one of them on at some stage and see if they want to have a bit of a chat about what they actually do and what they're about and what the history is. So that'd be good. Um, okay, beautiful. Well, that's uh, – oh, that's that. Oh, so Junior, we've got a – a junior announcement. Uh, first off, the juniors need numbers. That's the other thing. So if you're listening and you're a junior and you want to, you want us to read out your scores and talk about you and uh, and give you a nickname and, uh, you know, Blake Triple X, you want to run your own show, like whatever, you know. So get down to, the, to Norwood and, and, and be a part of it and um, then you can go into uh, the running to win a fully equipped junior cricket bag full of all the goodies um, from our sponsor, MoneyQuest. Uh, Jason Butcher, who um, will look after your financing needs down at MoneyQuest. Um, and you need to register before the 7th of November, I'm guessing. November. Thank you. November. November, thank you. Thank you. The long pause. Thank you for putting <laughs> that in. Really appreciate it. Uh, well, first, 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 first game back. Mate. I was going to say, we're going pretty well. Right. Yeah, no, no, no. You do what you want. You're the producer. You do whatever you want. Um, all the popular shows, all the producer talks all the time. So it's one of those hip things, you know what I mean? It is, it is very hip. Just get involved when you want, Brown. Yeah, it's very, very well, current. I think of myself um, as very hip. Okay, well, we might get... <laughs> <laughs> um, the only reason, yeah, exactly right, exactly right. Now we'll get old uh, Sammy Story on, and as I said, he is now our head coach of Nord, and we're very excited to get him on to uh, poke that brain of his about uh, what's going on and what's coming up. So, welcome, Sammy boy. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How Hello, are Sam. Very well, thank you. Good. How are you going, Sam? Good to hear. Good to hear. How's that? Um, how's it all Oliver going? Oliver Street, sir, over there. Sorry, mate. No, no, all good. Uh, yeah, how's life over in Oliver Street? Nice and close to the club over there, settling in? Yeah, within the old five-kilometre radius of the club. So I've actually been almost living down there recently. <laughs> it's the only thing to sort of look forward to each day. Um, but, yeah, living with Chris Rose, a Norwood um, playing member, has been, yeah, really enjoyable. And it's been it's been good to spend um, lockdown with him. Um, he bring, brings a lot to the table. We've played many a board game. I think my my winning ratio or percentage is around five to ten percent. So, unfortunately, because he's a doctor, um, he is giving me a right old um, hammering. Unfortunately, um, but I'm learning. I'm learning. How are you, boys? Are you doing well? Very well, thank you, mate. Yes, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm very good. It's all going along uh, swimmingly well. Um, I have noticed that you were you, obviously we're in COVID, so you can't do it. But I noticed that you walked past my house a fair bit too, Sammy. So um, I'd like to think once the COVID restrictions are lifted, that there'll be a couple of knocks on the door instead of just uh, stream rolling straight past. But we'll, time will tell. Yeah, when you say walking, that was my actual running pace. <laughs> so um, I don't know if that oh. says anything about my running at all. Or oh, sorry, that's awkward. <laughs> that's awkward. <laughs> so that's good that you're living with Rosie because uh, he's a doctor, doctor, doctor of um, uh, you know people. Good. Is that the uh, that's the technical instead of? <laughs> yeah, I was going to call him Doctor Love, but I don't know what he's like with the women, so that's probably none of my business. Um, and how's school going? Being a teacher, how you how you finding that? Are kids starting to just get completely sick and tired of it? Um, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting one to see how s- some students have, you know, really sort of thrived throughout this time period, whereas some students have, have struggled a little bit. Um, but from a teaching perspective, I guess it's it's our role to try and, you know, keep 
as many uh, students as we can motivated and engaged I guess there's there's only a certain amount you can do um, wise remote learning um, but fortunately and we're very grateful that you know lots of students are returning to face-to-face learning next week which I think mm. is 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 really important not only for their education um, but also for their sort of social interaction and engagement um, so yeah I think that's it's, it's long overdue and oh, um, yes it is my yeah. kids too brown those kids oh mate it's just going to be let's just get rid of the kids it's just I, I'm, I'm throwing them out yeah. the window. I might slow down to ten k's and just stop <laughs> out the window. Big bottles of wine being popped left, right, and centre at about eleven a.m. I think on a Monday morning. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Have a sleepover at school first night. <laughs> out you get. See you later. Yeah, but I mean, I feel, I feel, I feel for for all all the students really. But I mean, I, I teach year twelves, and I mean, I finish year twelve. I'm not going to reveal my age, but I can remember my last year in year 12 and that was just a great year like so many memories uh, last day of school leavers assembly things like that which unfortunately they're they're just not gonna experience in the same way <laughs> due to due to what's happened um so i mean every student's been impacted but um there's certain obviously years which have been have been doing it pretty tough but to say that they've you know remained engaged remained motivated is a is a real testament um to themselves and not, and not being able yes. to hit up Juice, Juice Nightclub is obviously you know, oh, yeah. doubly uh, a big hit for him. Whip, whip. Yeah, yeah turn, turning up, turning up to school, turning up to school either still half half intoxicated or um, hungover was were the best days. Um, trying to hide that from the teachers um, was some very good memories. Yeah. It's, uh, showing <laughs> you're in the same sort of age bracket as Poison there, uh, Brown. I don't think Juice has been around for about thirty nine years, but. Just carry on. He used to be he used to be able to hit him up at www.juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so yeah, Sammy Boy, as I said, mate, head coach. Right? Oh yeah, <laughs> um, head coaching. Um, he excited. He excited about it, uh, but uh, a little bit worried about being the top dog, or uh, he's just going to take it all in your stride. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say worries. Um, I've been very, very fortunate to um, learn from a from an extremely talented um, coach over the past. How long has he been here? Was it three or four years? Four, I think. Yeah, four. Yes. Four. We'll go. We'll go with four. Um, so yeah, bit, being under his sort of sort of working really closely with him, I think is is not only developed my my coaching abilities, but more importantly you know developed me as a person just what he stands for um he's just a probably the best bloke i've ever met and that's the that's the highest praise i could um give to anyone um what? i assume i assume present company obviously a present company excluded oh jeez this is unbelievable well this show's done okay <laughs> thanks for coming in mate we really appreciate you're really excited about the year and now we're just flat as a tack <laughs> <laughs> no, that is good. I know what you right mean, mate. He's uh, it's a very infectious person, and and we all get it. We all get it. Um, but no, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a, an interesting year to be as your first year of head coach. Um, you know, a lot a lot of it's got is going to be on you know well being and enjoyment initially. You can't you know expect everyone to turn up and demand you know, all these things that you might normally demand from in that um, first week of pre-season is it's we're in obviously, you know, it's that first line of an email, which you always see we're in unprecedented times or in unfortunate mm-hmm. times, <laughs> but um, it, that, that's the case, unfortunately. So we've, we've got to be flexible um, as a coaching team. We've got to be really flexible, um, be really quick on our feet and um, adapt to everything that comes at us. You know, think things are going to change quickly um, over the next few weeks and months. So it's our responsibility to, to get the best out of everyone, but also, and more importantly, make it as enjoyable and as safe as we can um, for everyone as well. So do you think it'll be different this year based on the fact that we're only playing one days? Do you think that we'll train differently? Um, no, not really. Apart, I mean, apart from the colour of the ball, whereas so the, the first 
11 squad will probably train with a white ball and the, the second, second, thirds and fours will probably train with the red ball. That, that will be one of the key differences. But I mean, <laughs> we're, we're playing park cricket and if, and if you can execute your basic skills consistently, then that's going to make you a, a good player and that's going to um, allow you to perform um, consistently. So if you've got, if you're hitting the ball well, if you're if the ball's coming out and you've got a good rhythm with the ball and you're taking your catches and you've you've taken plenty of catches in the week, it doesn't really matter what sort of um, game you're playing, whether that's 80 overs, um, two-day cricket or 40 overs and a one-dayer. If you can hit the ball well and, and catch the ball when it comes at you, you you're going to um, put yourself in good stead, I would have thought. I don't know if you agree. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Um, and I guess that's just the lead up to the next question, which is, the, the basic training setups for such a short preseason. Um, obviously, you, some people have got to be aware that um, you'll be going. Some people may be going from. It's not ideal. Don't get me wrong, but some people might be going from zero to one hundred first training session. So, how do we make sure that um, you know we look after our bodies while we escalate what normally would take over six or seven, eight weeks into two? Yeah, that's, and that's a really good question, and we've got we've got to bear that in mind, and that's why we need to we need to be flexible. We need to understand uh, where different people might be at. You know, some people might have run thousands of kilometres during lockdown because that's what they enjoy, but some other people um, might not have done, and you know, might be carrying a few more kilos than they they might like to. Um, but I think so from a coaching perspective. Um, you know, I think a, a good initiative, and it didn't come from myself, actually stole the idea, was to do a sort of um, running slash fitness competition um, to try and just sort of engage the club and um, engage that sort of social interaction, but also as a way of trying to stay fit. And I think that's it, especially for myself, it's given me something to, to work towards and um, to try and achieve each day, even just racking up a few kilometres Um just feels like a sense of accomplishment. It's been um, um, and structure. Structure is huge, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. been it's been amazing. I think just the take up and yeah, having that um, yeah, something to sort of focus on or just something to you know say to yourself, well, I want to get something done every day. And then you know we've had feedback in a group of people who say you know I wouldn't have gone for a walk today if it wasn't for this. Um, we're involved, guys in. and girls. That's correct. Sort of That's yeah, yeah, part, correct. Right? Having that involvement from you know. The, the ladies side mixed in with the the men's sides and I think that's just been wonderful because yeah you're in in a group chat with people who you know you would never would have been in a group chat with before or probably haven't spoken that much and I think it just mm. has exposed people to you know new new friendships and new people that they haven't um, dealt with that much so it's yeah it's been really um really good sort of initiative that and I think yeah, I think that's a real it's a real, it's a real testament, and I think one of the biggest strengths that the club has is you know a real community and family feel. Like when I sort of introduced the idea um, around the competition, yeah, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect. I was expecting maybe you know five, ten people, uh, mainly from the first and seconds, maybe who are wanting to stay fit. But you know, to see people from all different backgrounds, different genders, different abilities. Um, you know, over 40 people signing up and getting involved, I think, you know, is a real testament um, to where the club's at in that, you know, people look after each other and people are wanting to, you know, dive headfirst into something that they might not usually sort of get involved with. And I mean, I've I've got into many podcasts <laughs> during my walks and runs. So it's, uh, it's nice to be on a, the different side of a podcast for once. <laughs> Yeah, well, sure we, uh, right, mate? you can listen to this. Yeah, and we tomorrow. get probably just as many <laughs> listeners, I think, as the Howie Games or Joe Rogan or anyone, anyone like that. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you, you're getting in early. Oh, yeah. Everybody started off. That's nothing, it. You're getting in early. <laughs> yeah. You're getting on board the train early. And uh, when we're when we're getting paid in a couple of years for yeah. the long room, we'll uh, give you a kickback. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How, <laughs> how are you? The Howie games and the Grey Cricketer, I reckon I've worked through um, a lot of those or worrying yeah, about Howie games in the, in the yeah. past few weeks. Yeah. Well, you know I played footy with Howie. Did anyway, you? That's, that's a story. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know can Howie. You, can you give me a 30-second rundown on what he, he's like as a bloke behind, uh, away from the microphone? Um, <clears throat> yes, yes. Uh, very nice guy. Very, very nice guy. Um, but when we used to cricket uh, footy train, um, he always talked about himself in the third person. So how he's ball, how he's mark, how he's coming from behind, you know, out of how he's way. 
but not in like a bully sense, just like a real vocal, um, you know, sort of sense. And then we knew that I always knew he was going into radio and and broadcasting. And I think the first thing he, one of the first things he did was beach cricket. I think I think that was one of the first ones with when Ten HD first came out. So anyway, we don't have to talk about him. He's got his own buddy podcast. Thinking bloody in the um, in the um, spirit of the Howie Games, though, yeah. poison maybe. He'd- Future episodes, you know, we get the kids involved. Little little Gabs could come in and, and ask a question of the guest. I'm sure, she's got the uh, oh, God. the ability to get involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah. Probably, I probably could uh, get her to ask a question, but I don't know if anyone. You're uh, stepping on Blake Triple X's toes a bit there, too, Soddy. Oh, yeah, that's sorry, true. sorry, Blake. that's true. I listen to Blake Triple X <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with the mans and the dudes and there's whatever. Um, so I've got a couple of rough questions that I just sort of thought that I didn't ask you last time. Um, I want to ask you questions, but I don't want to sort of put you on the spot and then upset anybody. So I'm trying to work my way through them. Um, I was thinking about like who is someone that you've seen that you'd really like to see improve. You know, someone sort of is at a level and you really want them to take that next step to that next level. Is that is that Without sort of, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I guess, uh, and this is a hard one. So this is going to be my main challenge as head coach. Um, obviously, I've grown some really good friendships and really close friendships um, throughout my um, years at Norwood. Um, and I guess two of my closest friends in one of them being on this podcast, um, Old Soddy, yep. and oh, also oh, also shut well. Well, <laughs> apologies in advance, yeah. uh, Lucas. <laughs> oh yeah, no um, yeah. So, so in answer to your question, um, so Soddy and uh, Matthew Shower or Shuts, um, as many people know him, would be two people who, in when you look at them in the nets, you know, creaming balls left, right, and centre. Don't want to bowl at them if you're a bowler. Um, and then when it comes to match day, they've you know that they're, 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 if you look at their stats on my cricket, you'd say they're they're good players. But I believe we um, working closely with those two, um, we can get much more out of them. Um, and that's something that I really want to um, try and work on. And I think a lot of it they've got bags of bags of ability in um, terms of the phys- physical side of things. Um, but mostly as as cricket. Um, is 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 played upstairs um, in the mind so it's just about working through different processes um, to how to achieve that Um, and I think um, it's a really going to be a really good and big season for both of them and I'm um, yeah really looking forward to to that so that that's from like a uh, first level perspective Um, but from a junior perspective you know we're we're really fortunate and really grateful to have so many talented um, juniors at the club Um, so well, that was my next question. What's your favourite, like the junior that you that you see coming through? And it could be someone, a junior coming through that's going to play threes or whatever. But, yeah, that was the next one. But that next junior that sort of you want to take that next step. And I actually wrote down not a Lawson. <laughs> in no, I, I never, never mention a Lawson on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've hit, hit too many balls with the Lawsons recently. I'm sick yeah. of them. Um, no, there's, there's a couple. I mean, I don't want to single any juniors out because, as I was saying, there are um, there are there are lots coming through um, which have bags of potential, and you know, juniors develop at different rates. So, I mean, I was an absolute midget, for example, until I was maybe 17. I'm still not blessed with heights, but you know, my my, my game really came on when I was when I got to the age of 17 because I could actually hit the ball off the square. So. Mm. Um, but I mean, in terms of this up and coming year, I think um, unfortunately being an O'Reilly, um, Bailey, <laughs> he's yeah. gonna um, have a hopefully a really promising year. You know, he showed glimpses of it last year in the threes and the twos, um, but hopefully um, working quite closely with him will allow him to develop his game. And you know, I think with him it's more shot selection and and things like that. So knowing. Yeah trying to ha- knowing how to build innings and when to be playing the big shots etc i think i can offer yeah. that as you know being a being a 27 year old and played a lot of cricket and constructed quite a few innings in my time um just sort of trying to pass on um how to yeah how to construct innings he's he's got all the shots in the book he shows that um, oh, he's beautiful to watch beautiful to watch 
Yeah, he he just almost gets bored. He gets to 20, 30, 40, gets bored yeah. and then plays plays a silly shot. And as a batsman, yeah. the, the best skill you can have is to be to be hungry to score and to be hungry to score really big runs. And that's something yeah. that you know, the likes of Soddy and Schutz need to want and get that hunger. But at the other end of the spectrum, people like Bailey. Um, but I mean, even someone like Jimmy Menzies, uh, he's, I don't know if you've seen him recently, um, but he's, he's shot up in height. So, I mean, he was tall. He, he, wasn't, tall. Johnny, he wasn't Johnny before. <laughs> no, no. He, he was, he was taller than me even before last, um, yeah. last year. I mean, now he's, he's, he's really shot up in height and yeah, well. his, you know, his, his bowling action and the shape he gets on the ball last year, um, is really good but now he's got that extra extra bit taller um he's going to get that extra pace and bounce as well so i reckon mm-hmm. he's my he's my smoky i reckon he's one that's going to really um come on this year and i'm i'm really looking forward to seeing it um, any balls tight which is what the high grade want yeah absolutely no, i was just gonna say i think we're quite lucky yeah we have such a good core group of junior players coming through who obviously sort of got a real taste of it last season um but yeah coming into you know, this season, I think anywhere, you know, players coming into the fours, but they'll be playing anywhere from, you know, fours through to first potentially. I think there's such a great, great young group and we're in a really strong spot with those um, those juniors who've come through recently through the 14s and 16s. Um, it's, yeah, going to be a real strength for us over the next couple of years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, the most, the most pleasing thing to see is it's just, you know, I go for you go for a walk. Um, I pass through Norwood like on the Saturday and Sunday, and you see you see people training in the net. So, for example, Benny teaming up with uh, Bailey, Bailey's teaming up with say Nathan Flynn, etc. It just shows it shows they've still got or they've got a passion for the game, which is which is most important. Um, especially you've got to enjoy playing your cricket at a young age. If you if you're not enjoying it, um, then yeah, that's worrying. But the fact that they're enjoying it makes um, makes them very coachable um, and, yeah, very likely to hopefully um, continue to develop. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Bales is a good, good kid and, um, you know, so is Benny and so is Seth and, and, and Jimmy and, you know, so as I said, mate, any time in the near future of uh, they can have my spot, that's for sure. <laughs> so that's all good. Um, we'll uh, lead in. Now. Think, uh, uh, sorry, Poison, I'll cut you off. Sorry, mate. Um, so just sort of leading into we've kind of touched yep. on training and, and that sort of thing and, and how it's going to look. So um, I believe we've got a night coming up, Sammy, uh, on the 17th um, of October, a Saturday sort of evening before one of the footy footy finals there to obviously, you know, have a bit of a presentation night for last year, but also I think you're going to give a bit of an overview of, you know, how training might look um, in that session as well. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, clearly everyone knows that training and playing is gonna is gonna look and feel quite differently um, from from previous years. But I think it's important from a from a coaching team perspective to give everyone a sort of rundown of what we expect, what the restrictions are, what the guidelines are going to be, just to just to best prepare people as possible. Um, so yeah, I'm really really looking forward to next Saturday evening. I think it's the 17th. Yeah, it's kick off 4:45. Um, nice I think. Yeah, so nice and early, so those, um, so you can sort of have a few drinks during the presentation evening, and then kick on and watch the football um, afterwards. I think I think that's the plan. Um, mm. I think it's it's really important to um, celebrate last year's success, as there there was lots of um, success stories from last year. But also re- remember, um, obviously Viv, um, which we didn't really get the opportunity to do um, at the end of last year. Um, so we really really nice, and also to hear uh, hear from Sean because he didn't really get his sort of um, hear from him during presentation night, especially as last his, as last year was his last as um, coach and also as a player of the club. I think it'll be really nice for him to give him the opportunity to sort of have a nice um, send off and have a few yeah, nice absolutely. words. And, and yeah, best yeah, players, yeah. best person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Best person. Yeah. Best person. We still um, haven't gone over that. But uh, yeah, also, uh, also Willow, I think um, as well, obviously he's stepping down as president. So I think um, yeah, it'd be a good chance for you know, everyone to sort of thank Willow for all his contributions too. And even um, we touched on Bruce earlier, but Bruce as well, stepping off the committee as well. So yeah, a few people to sort of recognize there, which will be, which will be great. 
Sorry, when uh, the producer pumps a message up on the screen to say mention something, you don't have to stop the podcast and oh, mention it straight away, mate. You just you just flow it in. You just flow it in. You just flow it in, mate. mate. You know, you, he's the producer, mate. He's not the boss. Just don't give him. Don't let the because he's going to assume I'm going to do that every week now. Oh, well, Brownlow wants oh. something. He told me to mention the the junior captain about ten minutes ago, but I haven't found the right time to mention mate, it. So keep his, uh, you just got to keep his back room off off the record feedback. For when we're off the record, instead of throwing me under the bus <laughs> live on air, just reminding me. No one that beats, no one that beats for another co-host. Yeah, no one that beats cracked it and went to South Warren Idols because he couldn't wear. <laughs> you just yeah, gotta go forget, with the flow. We've man, got a little right? special something for Beaks a bit later on, boys. So, oh yes, I can't, mate. I'm telling you, it's the most, it's the funniest thing I've heard, and it just every single Nord person that listens to the podcast, it's it's genuinely a minute thirty where you just think, oh my god, thank god that guy's gone. Very <laughs> the lead there, mate. Don't worry about it. Yep, just keep it up. Oh, well, do you want to play it now, Brown Lake? Do you want to play it now? Because it's seriously, it's one of the funniest things ever. It's All just right. semi. Let, uh, let me cue it up. It's very high tech. I'll, I'll, I'm actually gonna. I'm actually gonna dedicate this minute thirty six to Shus. Do you want to know how much Shus loves listening to Beegs talk about himself? <laughs> I'm not sure what we're about to hear. Do you want to preface it at all? Uh, it's oh, just yeah, Beegs. It's, well, it's really. That's what we're about. Yeah, to if, you, if you've ever listened to it, it's. It's so much me, 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 me. And I spoke to Brownlow and I just said, can you just put in a little bit of a clip just to give us all a fond memory of just how hard that guy tried to get himself in every conversation? Here it is. Go go for it. The normal room has changed to the Beegs' show today with Lucas unavailable. Depends on your taste in music. I'd personally go and see Willow. The Unsociable is a great band. All right, I'll do the first 11, seeing as I starred. So it was three It was three for 23, and they were all bold, which was um, just swinging away, nipping back in. So so it was it was the it was the big. So we uh, managed to, with my last wicket, we managed to dismiss Templeton for one. And let's just do the bottom of that tip. Yeah, someone took four That's, for... Oh, someone, no. Someone took four for as well. Oh, no. Four for 32. I'm happy to talk everyone through it. Did get paddled for a six over the gum tree, though. <laughs> Then bowled in next ball, but we'll leave that out. I think it says he beats up four for 29. Not sure if that's right. Gee, they were all um, good wickets too. Caught behinds, LBWs. Yeah. If Steve have... Pascoe gives it, it's got to be plump. And how do you go in the field, please? <laughs> so we'll just add that up to four for 60. <laughs> just um, on your overseas experience, mate, obviously only the greats are good enough to go over to England and play. I didn't even mention myself, mate. You brought it. But... Um, yeah, okay. As long as you don't talk about yourself. No, well, I didn't do a whole lot this week with the weather not Let's great. So out where it says the Beagley then. I didn't drop one. Mate, it was 132 when I dropped it. <laughs> put oh, the sorry, on. I don't want to even talk about you. Sorry, mate. That's awkward. Then the, then the skippers come up and said, come on, mate, we'll give you a rest. You've just taken a wicket. Anyway, no, I want to just apologise one last time. I think Beagley's tried to talk about himself more than ever, and it's ridiculous. Giving the people what they want. Oh, it's just awkward. I think my yeah. favourite bit was definitely how my reminding beats just how bad he was in the field because uh, he needed to, need to be brought back down. And how Beaks just ignored him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I miss him as much as I miss that rash. Um, uh, yes, now, sorry, Sammy Boy, you had to put that's funny stuff. I love that. Um, another couple of questions. I wanted to know. Um, if you've got a favourite bloke to train with, someone that really ramps you up, gets you going, and just drives you to be better. Um, that's that's a really good question, actually. Um, I guess they're all good. they're all good questions. Can I can I give a couple of people, or do you do you need what yeah. you want to finish answer? No, no, you're the big dog now. You, you, yep, you tell me what you want to do, and I'll just step in line. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to give I'm going to give sort of two ends of the spectrum. So, and an, an, a younger person and a sort of older person. And I think um, there's there's justified reasons as to why I'm choosing these. Um, so the first one is Charlie Lawson. Um, I can hear myself on feedback here, which is really distracting. Right, you sound good. Um, 
Yeah, you sound good. You sound good to me. I got to listen to you anyway. So it's like the old tones of a nice, um, you know, watching a staying up late at night, watching the the Ashes in England with a nice English commentator. Yeah, just away. So I feel like I'm about to fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep, Jason. You are very complimentary. <laughs> yeah, it's a real back end compliment that one. That. Um. Okay, yeah, so Charlie, Charlie Lawson um, is just an epitome of what you want to see from a, from a co- as a coach. So he's, he's young, he is motivated, he's enthusiastic, he loves the game, he's improved leaps and bounds over the past year, but he's also now got that really competitive edge, um, which I love to see in training and in the nets. So, for example, when he, when he bowls at Ben Hasty, he's gunning for him, he's wanting to to nick him off and when he does nick him off he'll tell him about it which um some was some of my most enjoyable moments last year i'm um, looking at um him and him and ben hasty going at it um in the nets before you go um, on, and i guess before you get on to your second person sorry sam Brownlow just sent a message uh, let me just read what this says oh, no, carry on <laughs> carry on <laughs> the old play on <laughs> Um, yes, another another person who I really have have noticed a real a change from um, is Josh Barber. Actually, Mm. so when I when I first came to the club, maybe four or five years ago, you know, he he was really lazy, really just didn't want to be at training. It seemed to be a chore for him to be there. Just went through the motions. Um, But over over the journey, he's he's come on leaps and bounds his mm. his attitude is now really really impressive he is now turning into a leader um he he takes people with him he is he's passionate for the game um just like charlie was um and he's yeah he's he's really impressive to watch and he's he's over the coming years he's going to become more and more of a leader around the place um, and I'm really looking forward to um, watching him develop My personal as well. um, favourite thing yeah, with Josh is watching him charge around the field at, at the end of the night in in just socks. Just socks. And he actually moves quicker <laughs> he and moves, throws he better. better than a lot of people <laughs> at the club and he's only, he's only wearing socks. So. You know, the, my favourite my favorite moment from last year was when we, we – so we do a competition at the end of the odd training session where – um, it's like a penalty shootout with catchers, basically. And Josh Josh Barber had to catch this really high ball hit from, um, I think Hasty was hitting them. So he's hitting them miles in the air, hitting them into your, into orbit. And Josh had this catch to win. And, you know, everyone was watching. There's probably 30, 40 girls and boys, eyes on Josh to take this catch. So ball goes up in the air and he just nonchalantly plucks it one-handed. Instead of two, just one-handed, Takes it, yep. chuck it in the air. Thanks for coming. See you later. And <laughs> that was just—it was so enjoyable to watch. Just the arrogance and nonchalance from the man <laughs> it was uh, extremely enjoyable. Okay, Sammy boy, we've got to wrap this up before we get a file too big for our producer to uh, condense, compact, unzip, whatever it is that he says to me that doesn't make any sense. Um, the question that we're going to run this year is best dressed at the club and why. There's some obvious ones and some ones that aren't obvious, but that's the question for you, Sammy Boy, and we'll do a vote at the end of the year. Best dressed at the club and why? Okay, um, so I'm going to be a bit biased. I'm going to go with my housemate um, in Chris Rose. Um, so see, seeing him, I mean, he, he, he he's always well-dressed at the club. Um, very smart, very smart man. Um, you don't often see him in a pair of, you know, joggers and, um, thongs or flip-flops, um, whatever you call them. You know, he's he's a really, I mean, I guess it, it depends what you classify as well-dressed, but, you know, getting to see him wake up, uh, getting to see him wake up in the morning um, and go off in his chinos and shirt and smelling absolutely delightfully in the morning, it's just, it's really enjoyable. Um, and he also bought me a pair of Uggs for my birthday. Um, so, I mean, he's just transferring his, um, I guess, fashion, um, Skills, if you would. Um, Ooh, like Sean's got a bit of competition for uh, best personal. Uh, so he, so he, yeah, yeah, he tells so you to wear Ugg boots, <laughs> and that's fashionable, which in your eyes, so that doesn't speak volumes. Well, that, that might be fancy, fancy Ugg boots. 
<laughs> so, so that's the thing. I, I, I would never, ever have purchased a pair of Ugg boots in my life if it was just me spending my own money. But, you know, here's a man who, um, you know, he's a doctor, so I'm just going to take whatever he does as, you know, on face value. So he buys me a pair of Uggs, I'm going to wear them, you know. So I've yeah. worn them basically every day since, and, you know, I'll, I'll continue to just just to, just because he has bought me them. Absolutely, and you get a free health. You get a free health check. Okay, that's well, um, that's great. That's well done. Everybody. We've got a little uh, segment to finish off with a little bit of did you know, or do we not have time for for did? Oh, sorry. Yes, of course Mate. we do. Did you know? Sorry, sorry. It's, your, it's your We're thing. Hard on this. Love it. What can I bring? To the table? Yeah, longest, longest podcast we've longest ever done. Longest podcast we've ever done. <laughs> on my first. Well, we've we're online technical difficulties. You know all that sort of thing. So, did yeah. you know? Okay, Did you know the longest putt uh, ever caught uh, on TV to be made successfully was a 200-foot putt by Sir Terry Wogan uh, in 1981. And then the longest non-televised putt was actually made by Ben Hasty at uh, Churchill Golf Course from 227 <laughs> feet, uh, I think was the last, last he told me. Uh, the, and then so I've got the longest yep. ever attempted putt, uh, which was our very special guest, Sam Story. Uh, who put it off the tee on a 530-meter par five? Uh, if I, if I good attempt. Good yeah, attempt. there's a, a little bit of fun facts for you there, sporting related. And just to close off, the L shape uh, between your thumb and finger, which uh, I'm sure everyone knows, is mm. is called a perlicue. And it's uh, quite ironic that if you know what that is, you are probably a loser. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. What a way to finish. <laughs> I think this oh my god! Segment up. So much. There's so much to unpack of what, what I just heard. <laughs> well, that's just some real top shelf sort of humour that I definitely didn't steal from Jimmy Carr. So carry on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, very good. Okay, well that went really well, boys. Um, I don't know who we're going to have on next, but um, I think we might wait until uh, maybe after yeah. a strict October 19, and we'll see how we go and what we can get face to face. We're at down. Hopefully, yeah, face to face for sure. Yeah, that'd be good. Okay, very good. Thank thanks you very so much for coming in. Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. thanks, Jace. You were uh, much better. Much better. It just feels like this was always meant to be. So much better than Beegs. Um, I think the first time Beegs and I did a podcast, it went. <laughs> and um, you didn't get a word. You know what I mean? So it's different spectrums. Too easy. Thanks, Kim Brownlow, and um, we will uh, we'll catch everybody. Uh, yeah, hopefully, see everyone soon. Thanks, boys. Take care, boys. Yep, bye. See ya. See ya.